This is a Rooster Teeth production. to the ghost i mean uh, it's it's october so we're doing it's all spooky themed uh i am uh i am one of your hosts andrew rosas and this episode is brought to you by express vpn you know them you love them they keep your data private they mask your ip address they keep uh, isps from getting their grubby mitts all over your packets of data uh you know you're sending sensitive documents from home you're still working from home you need secure internet uh, to keep your data encrypted. Well, ExpressVPN does that for you. Uh, and it's very easy. You just click on and it gives you a VPN. It's uh, wonderful. So thank them for sponsoring the show. And thank you all for tuning in. Uh, this is our second uh, podcast episode. And uh, our, I think, like 40-something uh, uh, live uh, RTTV episode. But this is the most. And like I said, I'm one of your hosts, Andrew Rosas. And I'm the other one, Drew Saplin. Hello. He's back. Baby, I'm back. Well, I mean, technically, to our audio listeners, I didn't go anywhere. <laughs> but yeah, back. that's right. That's uh, right. Let me let me introduce our guests, and then in rare form, uh, Andrew, you're going to help me tell a story. Yes, um, I really want to. So know today the story. on the show, we have Jennifer Tidwell and Eddie Rivas. Yeah. Both y'all. Hello. Are, who are you people? What do you do? Jen, will you want to go first? Uh, no, but I will. Um, okay. Good. I am. I am the producer of Red versus Blue. Yeah. Nice. And Eddie, what do you do? Uh, I am the writing supervisor for RT Animation. So working on Red vs. Blue, Ruby, lots of other animated stuff. Is there is there anything you want to plug? We always let people try to plug things at the end, and then we run out of time, and then they forget, and we forget, <laughs> yep, and then you don't yep. get to plug anything. So if do you we, want to plug something, do, we do have, it now. Do we have something to plug, Eddie? I think so. Oh. Uh, yeah, we've got uh, Red vs. Blue Family Shatters uh, starting... Tomorrow? tomorrow i'm like looking at the calendar i'm like oh my gosh it's tomorrow uh, yeah yeah starting tomorrow for first members uh yeah it is a kind of a non-canonical slice of life adventures uh of uh the shatter squad and uh yeah we've had a ton of fun working on all these shorts uh they kind of mix and match all different genres and uh we had a lot of fun with them and i can't wait for people to see them i like uh if you, if you watch the trailer, you know, we, we had to make sure that we included Faze saying, I don't know, it's non-canonical. And every time we, like, talk about the show, we're like, it's non-canonical. It's like a drinking game at this point. Like, how often yeah. do Non-canonical seems like an a anchorman tongue twister. Non-canonical. <laughs> yeah. non-canonical. non-canonical. It's it's so funny how much like the word canon and like canonical is kind of part of like like just the fan lexicon now. Like if someone mm-hmm. had, like in the nineties, I feel like no one talked about what was canonical and like what it was just like what you got was what you got, right? And uh, it didn't matter if it made sense or not, you know. Or yeah. Anything. <laughs> uh, not someone shouting uh, it's non-canonical being like drug away by goons is like very funny to me. Like, <laughs> it was, it's non-canonical. <laughs> there might there might be some people getting dragged away in some episodes of family shows <laughs> yeah that's true that is true yeah uh, each, each episode yeah. is a little different uh each, each some of them get really weird and some of them are kind of just like people sitting around talking some of them get weird 
Eddie. Yeah. yeah I, uh, I, I can say I can say this for sure that uh, that theme song for Family Shatter is has uh, a is a sweet uh, is a sweet tune. It's got some uh, <laughs> got some pretty pretty sick licks, some pretty sick guitar licks. Yeah, in we there. we originally weren't like we kind of like made we started like writing the show because the show was originally kind of a, an experiment of how to make machinima without having Halo available. Like we wanted mm-hmm. to like expand what machinima is through Unreal by like mixing and matching like assets that we buy in the in the marketplace and all that mm-hmm. stuff. So we came up with like all these shorts that kind of like pushed the tech in uh, different ways. Like one of the episodes, we like made a pathing system for like the characters walking around, and um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Like we have a technical designer; he's really awesome. And <laughs> then we were like, so what? what are these like how do these all tie together and it's like oh i mean i guess they're all kind of like we like sitcoms and one of them like <sighs> that eddie not 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 eddie, that noel wrote he's like i want to use a sitcom theme song i was like well, i mean okay as a producer Just make it a like, theme <laughs> how, much, how much does that cost what if we made our own theme song and then we did and like he was like oh yeah that's awesome and like i think the writers you guys came up with the lyrics and we went to aaron Carruthers, who works with us on death battle and we we're like, who's gonna sing it? Jess can sing. Yeah. She could just yep. do it. And then Jess was like, Are you sure? You can change your <laughs> mind. And we're like, no, no, you're, you're gonna come in, you're gonna sing it, sounds great. And it gets stuck in my head. When I sing it, my cat will like come begging for pets. It's really weird. Right. I don't know if it's a compliment or not. Probably. I, just probably. Who, I don't think I so. mean, I would assume so. Maybe. They're solitary creatures, so so very, yeah very, very snow white-esque of like a, a small bird <laughs> lands on your hand and like a squirrel comes chittering up you're like that's right yeah exactly uh yeah all the animal kingdom perched outside your window when singing the uh, uh family shatters theme song yeah uh just, it really just a raccoon a, a rabid raccoon clawing at the window yeah it's uh I, uh, it, it, you uh, perfectly nailed, uh, that, like, you know, I mean, Family Matters, the mid 90s, uh, family, like, uh, family's daytime sitcom, uh, the, uh, Wonder Year, like that very, uh, I don't even know. Wonder it, Years. It's, it's, what are you talking about, Wonder Year? The Wonder, Wonder Years. Years theme song was the, uh, was that Beatles cover by, uh, the guy who sang real weird. What's Y'all's logo name? reminds uh, me of the Wonder Years. So was it, uh, oh, yes. was it like Crocker, uh, Davy Crockett. Sorry, Davey I meant. Uh, uh, I meant. Uh, 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 step by step. Place full house. Se- full house. Full house. That's the one. Uh, the whole TGIF lineup. Yes. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, which I would consider. Lift. What's so funny is like that's that those sitcoms and their theme songs feel like its own genre of music. Yes, because mm-hmm. they one do- guy. There's no way that it's not all one guy. Step yeah. by step. Family matters. <laughs> And, and Full House, there's no, you can't tell me that that's not the same dude. They all cover all the same, uh, like the same, like, uh, subject matter, too. I mean, it's right. all very, like, we're going to get through it and we're together and we're going to get through it because we're together. Yeah. yeah. Right. I think that was, like, yeah, just all the lyrics you guys threw out. And Noel was like, it should sound like this and this and this and, like, threw together, like, all of these. And, and like, it needs a sick guitar lick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, if it wasn't going to be a sick guitar lick, it had to be sax. There was like, I feel like uh, you were, you were, if you couldn't get someone to just like absolutely wail on a guitar, it's like, I'm going to need, I'm going to need yeah. a sweet sax solo in there. But the guitar <laughs> came through, it absolutely delivered. Yeah, Chad uh, yeah, came it, through it, with it, the Wonder Years. Joe Cocker, 
That's what it was. Yep. Aaron did such chat, a good job. Uh, chat sol solved it. Oh, I had, before we move all the way away from non-canonical, I, <laughs> I think I have a joke. Okay. Um, it's a, a deep cut for um, Jules Verne fans. So mm. did you hear about the sequel to 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea? No. The no. boat was the Nautilus, and it was nautically non-canonical. Well, that's been the show, everybody. Hey, guys, thank you so much. <laughs> oh, this is, why, well, this is why I don't tell stories. Oh, okay. Second episode um, and last episode. Yeah, and oh. last episode. You have immediately been canceled. Um, oh, well, that's a good uh, segue into the story you wanted to tell. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I need to show. know what this is. Because we, we, we teed it up in the, in the pre-show. So, Andrew, you can tell most of it, and then I'll tell a little part so that I stay within... Uh, canon of me not telling stories do you guys have True. like a counter of every time you name drop the show accidentally no okay. we should, no, we don't. should do that. But, uh, no, yeah, like a super cut jen, jen if you could produce this one that would be great <laughs> i'll talk to you later yeah we'll excellent it. um so uh over the past for the, a couple of months back we did in, in an effort to promote the most as a podcast uh drew and i decided to do a whirlwind podcast tour of other people's shows so we said hey we'll be on your show just uh, send us a message and uh as long as it fulfills a certain uh kind of bare minimum criteria of being uh, decent people uh and being remote we'll show uh, and we had to cap it because we got a lot of messages. So we appeared on a lot of different shows. And uh, one of the shows that we appeared on, uh, 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 much like this show with ExpressVPN, uh, had sponsors. Uh, some shows had sponsors. Some didn't. Uh, but one in particular <laughs> had a sponsor. Um, it, was these, it was these two dudes from Wyoming who did an entire podcast about the Fast and the Furious. And each week they would watch a clip just 30 seconds from the movie and then do a 30 minute podcast about those 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. It, it was called the fast five podcast. Check them out. They're from Wyoming. <laughs> and, uh, we were on their last episode of their first season. We watched the last 30 seconds of the first fast and furious. Movie and <laughs> yeah. Talked about that's it. so amazing. You had, you had seen the rest of the movie, right? Oh no, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I had the only 30 seconds of any fast and furious movie I've ever seen. That's amazing. The last 30 seconds. Yeah. I, I, I only recently started them. watching them. How yeah, many episodes uh, is their first season? I don't know. I think it's 20 ish. <laughs> I'm not sure. However many 30 second yeah. segments. Divide. The, yeah. Yeah. Div divide. I, I thought like 180. Correct me if I'm wrong. I thought it was five minutes. It might've been five minutes. Okay. I was about to say 30 seconds is. Cause they're staring at each other. There's uh, Dominic Toretto and Paul Walker, or I, I refer to one actor's name and then one character's name, sure. uh, are, 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 are driving, are street racing each other. And it's supposed to be a quarter of a mile, but they look at each other while driving next to each other for at least a minute. Like there's for six like, miles. Cause we talk about it. Cause we talk about it in the commentary is that they're just like, like looking over to the side of each other. And it's supposed to be a quarter mile drag race, which goes by in like that. Yeah. But of yeah. course it's a movie. So it takes like a full like minute for them to drive a quarter mile at ostensibly, you know, 90 miles an hour anyway. So uh, this podcast, it was lovely. It was a lot of fun to do and uh, a real treat uh, to watch, to watch and analyze the last of, I would say five minutes of, of the first uh, fast and furious movie. But uh, like I said, it was sponsored by not a company, not a product, but by a person, Adam. 
just a dude. And like, they were they like, this, today's they stopped episode us. is like, we started riffing and they stopped us and they were like, hey, we need to do our ad read. And then, yep. sorry, Andrew, please continue. Yeah, no, they just stopped. They were like, all right, we're going to do, uh, we have an ad read. Uh, we have a sponsor for today's show. It's Adam. Date Adam. And I was just like, at, at first it threw me off because I was like, oh, Adam, it's probably like, Oh, I thought it was legit and thought it was like for some kind of like like a service or like a product or exactly like Adam like A T O M sure maybe. yeah like you know uh, shrink your stuff whatever it was like I, I thought it was gonna be it they did it so like professionally like it was almost like you heard the papers like click on the desk like they were right. reading copy like <laughs> click to click ah mm. Adam date adam like they did it very very matter of factly and then it was just like oh no it's just a dude just a friend of theirs who like paid them 20 dollars to advertise <laughs> on their podcast as just like a personals ad basically and so this is pretty cheap a few... all things considered sorry I'm honestly pretty cheap truly. <laughs> um and you know get have a person having their own sort of podcast street team is uh ingenious sure um so that happened a few months ago and, and it's a delight it's a delightful story we love to tell just like oh yeah that's nice and uh, how funny to have just like a personal like ad in the middle of a podcast and so i Take went away, to Drew. yeah i went to the we just got back from that voodoo ranger road trip that i was directing and it took like five days to drive 15 hours for reasons <laughs> that you'll see in this video that's about to come out but we had a big meetup in fort collins and this kid comes up to me and he goes i'm adam and I said, I'm sorry. He said, I'm Don't Adam. You meet and Adam? Like, oh, I met that's Adam. A great, He's a great story. Cody, I have a photo. I was like, I need your photo. And so, Cody, can you throw up the photo of Adam? There he is. That's me and Adam. More <laughs> importantly, uh, the, uh, Adam, God bless you. But whoever that man is behind Adam, who is just stunned <laughs> in stunned silence, wondering why. I snuck a photo of him, is also my favorite part of that photo. But <laughs> uh, you're like, this is Adam, man. Yeah. Yeah. So, we and Andrew, the I didn't Adam. tell you this either. We actually had other people come up to us at like to come up to me and be like, "Hey, we watch the most. At least oh, two, nice. at least two, least if two. not three. And then some people said, "Hey, you're Drew," and I said, "Yep, that's it. That was." Uh, <laughs> and then they disappeared into a veil of smoke. That was all. Okay. <laughs> then, then they, I was like, Do you "They're like, you've told me your real said, name." No, okay. And then they leave. <laughs> Mr. Mixes Spitlick, and then they just yeah. vanished. Uh, yeah, the uh, I so occasionally have very rarely, but occasionally have been recognized in public for various things, and it is never not jarring to be like for someone I've never seen before and don't know to be like Andrew, hey Andrew, or hey Andrew, like good, like I, I immediately think I, I'm in trouble. I'm like, oh, what, 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 well, then, take, Eddie, take my money. Eddie I don't and, care. Eddie and Jen, do y'all get recognized? Because uh, this has only recently started happening, and I am not—I am not used to it. Uh, Eddie, it hasn't happened to me um, in a while, um, but yes, it's happened to me before, um, and it's <laughs> always very jarring. I've had a couple of weird experiences, like there were like too personal. <laughs> that was like when it happened. It was like this is not okay, and this is like a boundary crossing thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel like I you know. guys would be a little bit more recognizable than me. Like even if I like showed my face a lot more, I don't know. I look kind of like I'm a brunette white woman. You know, there are a lot <laughs> I mean, of them. <laughs> I mean, this show's hosted by the same person twice. I don't. Jenna, yeah. I don't you guys don't like, look anything alike. <laughs> 
I, I am just the guess who version of Drew. Like right. they just like they, put yeah, a beard and a guess, glasses. If you, put, if you put guess who on, yeah, this game, it would be the same person. I used to be a teacher, um, a college professor, and so I would go to like conventions. So I don't think I've ever been. Re I don't actually know if I've ever been recognized for being an RT person, but okay. I have been recognized for either that or being a teacher, and I just don't remember my students i don't know i was like walking with some friends at a convention and like they were guests of the convention so i was walking with them to try and you know just like hanging out and then somebody goes hey jen and i look and i was like hey bye and i have no idea who it was and i feel really bad about it <laughs> so i like i i teach uh, martial arts here in town right. and so you know we've got like quite a lot of students there and so if someone ever comes up to me and is like eddie I, you know i there's a moment where i'm like i don't know if this is where you know them from. if this is like where you know me from and like in one of the if it's from one place i'm supposed to know your name and face and if it's for the other one then i you know but yeah so it's it's always jarring uh, <laughs> I've been with Blaine a few times when he's gotten recognized and he and I always feel bad now that uh, this event I got recognized like three or four times and Blaine always asks two follow-up questions and that's like is a very nice thing to do and I don't know what those questions are and I can never remember them and so it's always like hi how are you and it's like good and then I'm like uh, okay <laughs> uh, that's all I got I'm a socially awkward person and now I have to leave I have to go like just and okay, bye. slowly and, and yeah. COVID, yeah, COVID has made that so much worse like oh, I walked, absolutely. I walked 100%. into a CVS a few weekends ago or a few weeks ago, and like, cause I just like to walk to my CVS. I walked in and I saw an old employee there, and I was like, "Hey, man, how's it going?" And then we just like said like two sentences to each other, and then I just walked off, and then realized three steps later that I forgot to say bye. <laughs> okay, bye. And continued walking and felt just like, oh no, about it. Oh no. Yeah, uh the the uh recognition whether or not I feel like that has just amplified the the whether you're getting recognized or not now in these in these covid times oh. anyone coming up to you and saying <laughs> words is Anything. jarring. Anything. Yeah. Just like like someone breaking that like someone like stepping inside that like six foot bubble or yes, whatever yeah. of just being like hey excuse me i am like i am instantly in fight or flight mode for whatever <laughs> just like i'm like you know back get back jack like for whatever reason well i know the reason but like didn't always used to be that way yeah but now it certainly is i have Again, uh, I'm under the belief that like our social batteries are very similar to our MacBook batteries. And if you leave them plugged in all the time at home, they run down a lot faster. Yes. And so like yeah, that makes sense. Uh, <laughs> like Andrew, you had a birthday party a few weeks ago. It was very, it was a small gathering of people, maybe eight to 10. And I came home dog tired. Like I had just done a full day of work in the sun. I was just like, I, I talked to four people and I told three stories and I'm going to go to bed right now. Yeah, I cannot. Oh man, I talked to four people. Was I, I, I? You would have thought I would have like been like swimming all day, like out in right. the sun, like that yeah. post post swim tired. But yeah. it's just like that the nap is unfightable. You're just like, oh, get I, oh, a cold couch. Well, goodbye forever. Uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I was out. Uh, it was. This was very nice. I was out. I was out uh, painting in the park the other day, 
Uh, first time actually like taking my paints outside to like, as, do as every art. good 60 year old man does sure <laughs> truly uh i just needed i needed like uh, a, a pipe that's all i was missing was just like a nice like little pipe right. um it's beautiful outside this was like the first day of this like cool front so it was gorgeous um found a nice shady spot under a tree it was like painting there were people out there outside um but then like i was packing up and this very nice young lady, like who had been like sitting over on the hill, kind of far away, just like walks up to me and is like, "Hey, what? How'd your painting go?" And I was just like, "Ah, oh, uh, sorry." <laughs> I immediately got very like, like "What do you want from me?" It. Yeah, exactly. And it was like, it was very nice, and she was very like, you know, she also an artist and is very like just curious. Yeah. But of course, just because of these of these uh, of these times. I immediately was like very flustered of just like I'm sorry. What? Uh, oh yeah. Um, uh, just yeah. Just, stiff arming I just, someone. I just yeah. Seriously. Oh, just uh, 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 painting. Uh, just uh, it, yeah. It just came because it's so nice. I just uh, was pa- painting and I just felt like an idiot. <laughs> what if like, she? What if she had been like, well, mine's better than yours, and like turned around and it was the <laughs> yeah. same thing you had painted, but like way better. But way better. Well, <laughs> way it's better. So, it's so funny. Like the the like. I like her painting is of me painting. It's really weird. Like, it's, it's like, it's like, and then someone for, even further away has a painting of her. It's like that. Her. It's like that picture. I don't know where the, what movie it's from, but it's like people in the church, and it's like the gun. Oh the gun yeah, they're the like all sniping each other. Yeah. Further I, and yeah. further away. Yeah. Do yeah. you guys remember? I mean, do you guys remember Snowvid? I imagine you do. <laughs> I've blacked no, it completely No, what out. is this? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. What I've, is Snowvid? I have eternal sunshine that right out of my damn head. Yeah. No, please. I, yeah. uh, so, you know, every time it snows in Texas, people at first get a little excited. Um, and then I do not believe that's going to continue from, you know, now forward. Oh. But, you know, everyone was like building little snowmen. And so I wanted, I live alone, but I was like, I just want to build a little snowman for myself. And I went outside and I was building one. And I saw this guy walk by me and I was like, it's like, oh no, he's gonna watch me. Like I, I like pretended I wasn't doing anything. I was just standing there, and then I just went back as soon as he left to build, continue to build my little snowman. And then suddenly I hear, "Oh, that's real cute!" And I just screamed and slapped, like bitch slapped the snowman. And I looked, and he was staring at me. He was like poking around the corner, and he was like, "No, no, it was really cute." And I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. And then I like apologized to him and then rebuilt the snowman in front of him. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know how to talk to people. I'm so sorry. Well, it, whatever, whatever phenomenon, it's the same feeling that like you get when, I don't know what it is. It's, I, I, it's the same side uh, or it's the opposite side of the same coin when like, I walk through a metal detector. It's like, I know I haven't stolen anything. I know I don't <laughs> yeah. have like, or when like you a cop is behind a bit. you in traffic, I'm just like, I'm not breaking the law. I haven't done anything wrong, but I feel just like a little on edge. And so like, yeah, when someone like surprise, like comes up and talks to you or like surprises you or is, it is just perceiving you yes. in any way. I feel like I've done something wrong. So when this like nice lady came over and like, Hey, how'd your painting go? I'm like, oh, fine. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's okay. I mean, whatever. I'm vaccinated. I'm vaccinated. I'm vaccinated. Yeah. <laughs> Just like pocket sand, like I just want to be like, ah, and then run away. But uh, no, it was very Naruto nice. Naruto run and... away like in Dear Evan Hansen. Yeah. Wait, does he Naruto run in Dear Evan Hansen? Don't, don't, no. Get the fuck clip. out, Jen Tedwell. No. Please send me this clip of I'll Evan Hansen. Send you a clip of a thirty of a thirty year old man playing a child Naruto, Naruto running. running away. Naruto yeah. running. Mm-hmm. Oh. I don't think it was an intentional God. reference. Just to be clear, I think he just forgot to move his Oh my arms. God. <laughs> incredible that movie that movie i 
I didn't think cats could be, they could make something worse than cats, but I feel like Dear Evan Hansen just really. And I love musicals, but I haven't. Like, I'm just like, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, I haven't watched it. Damn. Oh, guess what? Guess what time it is, folks? What time? It's already been, it's already been 30 minutes. Could you? (laughs) (laughs) We did it. Oh, well, I'm just going to do, we have to do our, 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 our thank show. you all for tuning in. We have to do our show, but mm. also have to uh, do the, uh, the, the wonderful housekeeping Mid- of uh, extolling the virtues ad. Yeah, uh, the, uh, of uh, ExpressVPN. Folks, you know them. You love them, ExpressVPN. They sponsored this show, and I think like all shows on Rooster Chief. Uh, yes, cut, please cut to Drew, who is not. Uh... <laughs> I was waiting for you to do your, well, Cody. <laughs> I look at my phone while Andrew reads the VPN to get the fucking timer out of <laughs> Cody. Oh, I'm going to keep going. I'm, I've got shit to do today. Is a uh, wonderful app service that uh, keeps your data private. We're st- a lot of us are still working from home. I am. I know Drew is. A lot of us are still working from home. And so we're sending in sensitive documents, stuff that we don't uh, want prying eyes, uh, you know, uh, getting getting their peepers on. Uh, so, you know, we like to keep our data encrypted and uh, ExpressVPN does that with literally like the push of a button. Like you're just like, ah, turn it on. And then it creates uh, uh, a privacy uh, screen that keeps your uh, uh, ISP or I'm sorry, keeps your uh, uh, IP address masked and uh, keeps your data encrypted so that uh, uh, advertisers and stuff can't serve you ads based on what you're looking at. That's my least favorite thing about living in these modern times is getting served ads based on my search history. It's creepy. It's weird. It's 100% happening all the time. But with ExpressVPN, that data is encrypted, and so they don't know what you're searching and can't serve you ads based on that information, which is very nice and keeps your your surfing and your, uh, you know, uh, uh, internet activity on your terms, which feels a little bit better. It feels like it's providing a nice like shield, a nice barrier, setting boundaries. It feels a little bit better when you're out there serving the web. So thank you, ExpressVPN, for sponsoring the show. So go check them out at uh, expressvpn.com slash RTTV. That's the, and I think we have a Chiron that uh, Cody can throw up to give you like the, uh, uh, in case you what have you this, doing? yeah, in case you have this on mute. No, he walked away. Now he's looking at his phone. Cody. <laughs> That's the wrong graphic. The wrong graphic. This is the worst. This is the worst audio. The worst second audio episode ever. Because there's a bunch of graphics involved, and we're yelling at Cody, who doesn't have a voice. Hey, look at this cool thing, audio people. Audio people. Yes, this is uh, uh, absolutely lighting up uh, the podcast listeners' brains, uh, and their imaginations are running wild. So. Thank you to ExpressVPN, and we're back. Drew can now take his eyes off of his phone. It gave me uh, enough time to find it, the Naruto running scene and send it to you guys. It oh. gave me enough. I also that that ad read also gave me enough time to send a, some files to a VFX editor. So that's. Uh, Thank you. I was wondering. I was doing business. <laughs> business was being conducted was just off screen. Yeah. Um, well, what are the questions, Andrew? What is the first one? We're gonna we're making an incredibly record time with this show uh, <laughs> because normally it's like we we get to the first question at about uh, oh twelve fifty. We um, we might make it through both questions. We today. might make it through both but, questions for for crying out loud. And uh, you know we're we're now, well, now now that we're an audio. We'll see podcast, about that. Yeah, we'll <laughs> yeah. See how fast I can derail this. Now that we're uh, an audio podcast, we got to keep things you know very uh, you know uh, Prussian. We got to keep things very like on on track on task. Um, so the first question of today's episode of the most is what's the most valuable item you ever lost? 
What's Ooh. the most valuable item you ever lost? So now, when, you, when you guys emailed I, me at the invite to this and with the questions, you were like, it's just a very chill podcast. Here are your questions. Existentialism. Like, is this in the middle? <laughs> <laughs> like, My that, pride. I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, leave, <laughs> I left this very open-ended. So this can be like something like, ah, this was valued because it was sentimental and I lost it. I said item though, because I said, what's yeah, the most yeah, valuable yeah. thing? I, I don't want to like say like, oh, my dog or like right. a loved one. We're going to keep it light. We're keeping it up here. Well, it was like, what's like a thing, you know, something like- Monetary either, value of monetary value okay. uh, not necessarily emotional value although if you want to uh, if you want to throw that out there we'll take it but yeah. Uh, yeah i wanted to keep this kind of just like uh a little more casual than like what's uh i didn't want to make this therapy you know Dude, what i mean just <laughs> <laughs> keep, keep this right up here keep it light so what's the most valuable item you ever lost uh jen we'll start with you uh yeah uh, feel that one if you will it's 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 kind. Of, I think it might be retroactive value because I don't. I try not to lose things as an adult that like I've I value. Sure. Um, sure. But I might occasionally. Maybe I just don't remember them. I think it's my Pokemon card collection. Like retroactively. <gasps> oh. oh. I have no, lost I all of them. I do not know where they are. <gasps> but oh my gosh! How, what, gonna... Like what is a what is a was it like a complete set? Oh, no, 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 no. But I'm pretty sure I did have, like, a holographic Charizard in there or something. Like, I had all the a, starters what, and stuff. I had, like, 600 a, cards. I don't know if any of them What's a holographic Charizard go for these days? Yeah, I was about to say, what would you estimate the value of this collection is now? You're filing an insurance claim. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anything about, like, this Pokemon craze. So, I don't know. When I got well, them I mean, kind of appraised, mm. like, before I lost them, they weren't worth a lot. But that was, like... 10 years ago and now it's Ooh. like i don't so, know I'm, i mean they I'm put up seeing... signs at target that it's like for our employees safety we will not be stocking pokemon cards Any, <laughs> like anywhere, people go crazy over them anywhere from 120 dollars to 20 dollars to this 1999 pokemon base set for charizard hollow first edition psa 9d2 for thirty-two thousand dollars. i mean i'll you gotta find those. I cards. Gotta find you gotta, you gotta find them. You gotta find those cards. You gotta you gotta I mean, catch them. You gotta, gotta catch them all. All those cards. Pokemon. <laughs> yep. I mean, you want to be the very best. The best that uh, ever. Anyway, the um, best. That's, uh, I sing that. I sing that to myself whenever I'm just like, I just want to be the best producer I can be, and then I just immediately <laughs> go into singing the Pokemon theme song. It happens. It happens way too much. Where Where is the last place hat that you turn around? Oh no, I need to get one. But which one would I get? Like the classic one? He has like seven hats. Classic hat. That's classic how hat. everybody, that's how the most referential hat. Hat classic. That's fair. What, what is the last place you saw the cards in? <laughs> Just dadding it out. Uh, yeah. What was the last place you saw them? They're in the last like my place kids you are, would my, my kids are like, where's my water? And I'm like, I don't know. Where did you leave it? <laughs> They're at my parents' place somewhere. Uh, I I pulled my baseball cards from my parents' house the other day and um, started going through like the baseball card registry online. Have so far gone through about a hundred cards, made two dollars and fifty cents. Yeah. Whoa! Very pleased. So sentimental value for those. Yeah, hundred percent. And I don't. I never collected baseball cards. I was like five, and I got two packs, and I just put them in there. And I was like, oh, I found them the other day. I was like, oh, what if there's a, what if I could fund a movie with a Ken Griffey Jr. card? King Groovy Jr. cards, twenty five cents. Like, yeah, shit. I mean that that's that's that, that's something. You can find uh, like a TikTok. 
<laughs> yeah, you yeah. can find a TikTok. <laughs> Uh, that's, th- that's something that is, uh, very uh, kind of disheartening about, uh, uh, baseball card collecting. It really is just like, oh, most of them are absolutely valueless. Like there yeah. are so mm-hmm. many that don't, that are not worth absolutely nothing. And if it's like, oh, it did appreciate in value, it appreciated 10 cents and no one's yeah. going mm-hmm. to give you that extra t- Like there's just, it's, it's, it's whole, like, you know, th- this like subculture, this so we saw this, what's happening now with Pokemon cards, and I would, I, I would expand this even into like the realms of crypto. Do not at me. I do not care. Do you, not tell you, me. You are so anti-crypto. You're like the anti-Joe <laughs> Rogan of crypto. Well, let, let, me, let me say this, and this is what I'm, I'm going to speak to a larger, a larger thing, which is that I feel like we saw this with Beanie Babies in the 90s, mm. and I feel like we're seeing it now with this diversification of speculative assets, yes. which, very, which very much feels to me like, <laughs> like after the Civil War, when a bunch of people tried to come out with their own currencies, sure. yeah. and it just like <laughs> they all failed, and they all, like everyone tried to open their own bank and start mm-hmm. their own currencies. And of course, these were all speculative assets. It just really feels like it feels like either pre or pre or post, probably in this case, pre a, a, a very bad financial time. It feels like when, when people are when people are speculating on a literal valueless asset, like there's nothing it is. It is it is all back it's not even backed by gold there is nothing it is ephemera it is nothing that this like, is probably a, a terrible time to tell you that every episode of the most we've made is its own nft so oh god uh, what? you really should have told me that before i came on <laughs> <laughs> invest invest in uh most 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 bucks the most, most coins. that's that's my little that's my little like uh, how, you, said, you said Pokemon cards, but it just reminded me of this, like, this just like, this is just, it, it feels very uh, grim. It feels yeah, very we, bleak we, to yeah. me. We assign, <laughs> we assign value to things that, and I mean, that's, that's the way it works. It, I don't, I don't necessarily like it either. It just, but, but, it's but very thing, icky to me. True. But like it, with, with like Pokemon cards, that is a physical It's a, it's a thing object. that exists. Yes, at least that's a true. physical, they, yeah. It's a physical We're thing all that exists. Be, Fallout was wrong. It's not going to be bottle caps. It's going to be Pokemon cards. <laughs> See, <laughs> I, Pokemon was, cards. I was a dumb kid. I just collected like Marvel cards, which sure. didn't grow in value at all. And I just had like shoe boxes full of them. I have I spent I so have much two. money when I think about it. I spent so much money on these dumb Marvel cards. <laughs> I have no, just a Spider-Man that no one's ever yeah. going to see. I, I have two unopened Ninja Turtle original ninja turtle boxes that i was like oh these are gonna be worth something a dollar a piece for a box like <laughs> for like an entire like huge box of cards not worth any money see my uh, my mom gave my uh my oldest daughter um some pokemon cards for her birthday uh this year i couldn't remember it was birthday or Christmas, but for her birthday and i didn't realize that this pokemon card craze was going on and so it was like my daughter opened them and all, and it was like kind of a, like a few days later when I saw like how crazy it was. I was like, mom, what did you do to get these? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> As she's cleaning a knife, nothing, <laughs> nothing like, at all. Rinsing in the sink, like disposing of gloves in a fire. Uh, no, 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 it's fine. It's like, mom, would you uh, kill somebody to get your granddaughter <laughs> the Pokemon cards? Maybe. I said I'd do anything for my grandchildren. Yeah. Anything. <laughs> Not, not up to and including murder. Anything. Yeah, the I, I'm like I, I, again. I'm wondering if it is part because Pokemon cards 
have they I feel like now is their their moment, but have they always kind of traded as a commodity or is that just like is that a, just a very of the moment type thing? I knew there I were some like rare cards, I yeah. think, but not like it is right now. Yeah, I definitely bought I some think. as a kid that were like more valuable and like we kept that they were kept in cases, but I think again it's there was never really a shortage of them like there is now and the shortage raises the value. Mm-hmm. And the, yeah, the scarcity, is, yeah, the scarcity raises the value. So, yeah, I want to say the value of them, like when, like when I was younger, it was like the value of them was more about like just being like a powerful card mm-hmm. to play. Yeah, as a, you know, and now right, it's, right, yeah, right, right. Different it's about value. the game. Yeah, right. But the game, man. Love of the game. It's about the game, <laughs> yeah. man. Man, I traded. Well, I traded a card and then I like woke up the, that night and I was like, why would I trade my favorite card? And I went back to my friend and I was like, please give it back to me. <laughs> <laughs> no backsies. And yeah, that's just like wearing luck, like gold chains and she's <laughs> traded it for like a thousand dollars. I just really liked it. She's got nine Tamagotchis now. I'm like, no, too late. I already sold yeah, it. Yeah, on, a, on um, a brand new sparkling Huffy. Just like <laughs> absolutely just gleaming bicycle. Else, when Pokemon, like before Pokemon came out, and I still think this might be a fever dream. Did anybody else get the Pokemon VHS in the mail? Mm-mm. No. No. Okay. So right before <laughs> Pokemon came to America, I, uh-huh. the first piece of mail I got as a child, I was eight or nine, a VHS tape came in the mail. And it was this thing that was like, Pokemon is coming to America soon. Tell all of your childhood friends about this craze <laughs> that's going friends. to be coming out. Uh, and it showed like, we're going to have toys and we're going to have video games. And we're going to have cards and it's going to be a whole thing. What a weird and, like, marketing it, strategy. I remember it so vividly because it was like mail addressed to me. Uh, <laughs> let's, and whoa. a thick envelope, man. Let's, like, let's like find a, like somebody willing to sell us children's information I, so, so that we can uh, anonymously the mail oh, them man, VHS tapes. worse than I thought. I can't find this VHS tape anywhere in my house, but apparently it's worth money. If like you were one of the oh, influencer shit. children who got uh, the Pokemon Gabo, Gabo, VHS. Gabo. Yeah. <laughs> so well, it just makes me wonder what business, like right, like what business had all these kids' information that they were able to sell to whoever right. was doing the marketing for Pokemon at the time. Whatever like localization right? like, localization team was like, yeah. all right, we're bringing it to America. We need to like, you know, get, get, the, get the word out. The it's probably illegal team. to sell that kind of information oh, now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Did you guys ever go to like whenever the movies would come out and they would give away these special cards at Toys R Us that could not be used in the game? Like this really <laughs> like weird looking Mew and stuff. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, like, no. There would be like spawn like advertisements for the movies, uh, and I think it was like the first movie they gave you like this Mew that had ancient text on it, and it was it looked like a, a stone slab or whatever. I think oh, I have I like vaguely, five. I of vaguely these. remember this. Yes, and <laughs> it ran for a few weeks, and like you could go to Toys R Us and only get one of them. And I love, my parents are so great. We did not have a Toys R Us closer than an hour and a half away from our house. I have five of these Mews and they only gave you one at a time. Whoa! <laughs> you had, shout out, shout a, out the Tidwells. Seriously, yeah. a, a pilgrimage to get these valueless <laughs> Mews. Oh, I like, should say I have a brother. So we got two each time. So. Of course, <laughs> of course. Yeah. So there are 14 of these, uh, yeah. uh, of these cards. The, I love the idea of just like the, 
the valueless, unusable, unplayable, like, it's like, get the special edition Jeffrey the giraffe Pokemon card. It's like <laughs> right. how they, like, shoehorned, like, the, yeah. the, the, the fucking, like, mascot into the game. It's just like, well, this is just, this, this is, this is a piffle. This is tri- a, tri- a trifle. Like, it doesn't, can't play it in the game, has no value. But then, weirdly, I feel like those things somehow... I, I have no examples of this, but those like <laughs> weird product this tie-ins is, then come back as being weirdly valuable somehow. Yeah. We, uh, in true audio podcast fashion, we've talked about crypto and have given out misinformation all within the span of a half hour. So we're really one for yeah. one on. Oh man, uh, we should be at the top there. of the podcast chart yeah, soon with this, with, with this kind of track record. Yeah. Right JRE to the Howard Stern the most. That's all I'm hoping for. <laughs> Uh, yeah i'm sorry everybody <laughs> no uh no I, i'm absolutely this was uh this is this is the show and i'm like mm-hmm. now i'm thinking about all the things all the like things i tried to collect as a kid all the, right oh, it's always the things that you collect that you don't that don't they're worthless like i have a ton of in the box episode one action figures that are <laughs> less expensive they are now than when i bought them in in 1999 like <laughs> bought them for 12 dollars, they are now worth eight dollars <laughs> at the cost of inflation that reminds me of uh that reminds me of a of a, a simpsons gag because everything does uh back uh from a, one of the later seasons but still a funny joke uh chief wiggum puts uh puts a wire a, a recording wire i think on bart uh, and of course puts it like a little tape recorder inside his shirt and it says uh, blues traveler on the tape He's like, blues traveler it's cheaper than blank tapes <laughs> uh so on, take that blues traveler so good um we should yeah, ask eddie the same question we asked jen yeah. yes what was the most, most valuable thing you lost um i feel like it's not as it's not as interesting but the stuff that happened around the this so i lost my wallet one time um when i had like I had, I want to say, this is back when like you carried cash. <laughs> so sure. um, I want to say I had like a hundred, couple of hundred bucks in it. Um, mm-hmm. And I have no idea where I had misplaced it, like what had happened. I must have left that out of the store or something. And um, it was like a wallet that I had gotten for my birthday and I had had some money in it. And it was one of those things where it's like, okay, shit, I can't find this thing anywhere. And I went through the whole like rigmarole of like going to like, you know, DPS and like getting like my new license and like going to the bank and like doing all this stuff. And it was like a week long process. Cause it's such a pain every time you have mm-hmm. to do that. And then I got like a package in the mail and, uh, I, I opened, <laughs> I opened the package and, uh, it was my driver's license. Um, and it was like, it was my old driver's license, not like my replacement one. It was my old driver's license. And it was like uh-huh. a couple of my cards and it was a note and it was like, Hey, I found your wallet. I'm keeping the wallet and the money, but here's all your cards back so you don't have to replace them all. <laughs> no, return no return address. address. No return address wow. or anything. It was like one of the weirdest things that's ever happened to me because it was like, I was like kind of more mad that they had even bothered to yeah. try to do the right thing. It's like, what what part of your conscience is this like easing? <laughs> because like, they, I, they, I guess they thought they were being paid for their service that you did not ask yeah, for. Finder's fee. Yeah. 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 Still. So I'm keeping the no. money in the wallet, but here's all your stuff back. Just the money and the wallet? Yeah, the I money and like... the wallet. Was it a nice wallet? Yeah, it was a nice wallet. It was, it was uh, like I had gotten it for my birthday. And, uh, yeah, that I just, you know, like an idiot. That's the left equivalent out of, se- that's like someone sending you a toe. 
Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, the kidnapper's <laughs> sending you a toe. It's like, no, I'm I'm sorry. Now, this this is gonna about to make me go full Liam Neeson taken on this shit. Yeah. I am going to find you. I'm going to find dust you and edge you. letter for fingerprints and come to your house. Yeah, it's like, how dare you just send me, like, evidence that this... Because when it just... Dis- when, if it's just gone, yeah. then there's just... It, it, it actually is, like, a somewhat more... Like, it just disappeared into the ether. Yeah, there's, like, a little more closure, weirdly, you know? <laughs> yeah, then this idea that's, like... Oh, because because when you have concrete proof that someone yeah. has your thing, took your yes. money, said this other thing, then it's like, oh, no, I know for a fact that my personal belongings and my stuff yes. has been taken and I have been violated in that way. I'm just now yeah. imagining, personal property. I'm just imagining that one person that saw you and recognized you on the street it's because if they if they dropped their wallet would it have been yours <laughs> is that how they know you Eddie oh, Rebus Eddie Rebus I watched you, I watched you. <laughs> I looked, do you remember this finders God. keepers but yeah it made me so mad because it was just like I don't know why what 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 honest yeah it's like you're trying to do the right thing kind of what a human it, thing you would to just do. been better not what, to have what done a anything. very human thing to do where it's like yeah. you have the best of intentions <laughs> and then you just can't deny that like nah, I, I could have at least given you much some money of there. the money back do you remember how much money was in your wallet i mean i want to say it was like it was more than a hundred dollars right because oh. it was back when i was like carrying cash you know right. um and it was kind of it was actually kind of near my birthday because i had just gotten the wallet i'd gotten some cash <laughs> full of so, grandma money. yeah yeah that blows <laughs> i like That's also it's just like what lie to me I, hey, I found your yeah. wallet. There was no money in it. There was it. nothing in it. There was nothing but also, in I it. kept the wallet. <laughs> yeah. Hey, 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 I found these or cards send them on the, the wallet. beach. Like, come well, on. Well, and like the the wallet was a gift because like um, I had this like really like uh, really gross duct tape wallet that I had used for a really long time, and it was this whole thing with my friends. Yeah. And it, but like it was like this one wasn't cool. It is like it was like unraveling, and there's like strings everywhere. And like you know, I'm like 18 or 19 or something, and my friends were always making fun of me for having this. So it was like they pitched in and like got me a wallet for my birthday, and then, <laughs> and then it was, and then I had to go back to the duct tape wallet for a little bit before I bought another one. Had to had to bring them out for one last job. Yeah, uh, yeah. Bring them out of retirement. One last ride. Yeah, come on, duct tape wallet that like sticks to my pants because it's got like you know the sticky stuff backing has come off the uh, come off. <laughs> yes. yeah. I, I just, it's like covered in lint because it sits in your back pocket, just like collecting it. Yeah, yeah. gross, man. That pisses me off. I want to find this person. This is this is not. If you're good. out there, just, we're just, coming just, for you. Just keep and it Eddie for knows, fuck's sake. Yeah. Martial yeah. arts. Yeah, he exactly. Does. This, this oh, is yeah, yours. I've, this I've is acquired your the skills story. over the last however many years. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> To yeah, make this you, person pay. This is your origin yeah, story, precisely. Rosa's, yeah, this is my villain uh, origin story. Do you have an answer to this question, or should we just move on to the second question? Oh, I have a quick, I have a quick story, um, and then we can move on to the next question because uh, we're running up on it yet again. But uh, uh, I, so I have no, I played violin in oh, middle you? school. I was part of uh, uh, the orchestra, played violin. Uh, I, I am confident that I would actually be better at violin now than I was back then. I don't know why. I don't know what I attribute to this, but I was rubbish back then. But I feel like I've gotten better at like uh, instruments and dexterity as I've gotten older rather than when I was just a, a snot-nosed kid. So I really wanted to, like, I was like, oh, my violin, it's probably in a closet at my parents' house. I haven't seen it in years. That thing is fucking gone. I don't know where oh, it no. is. My <laughs> parents don't know where it is. Like, no one knows what happened. Like, it's just 
dis- I don't know if I lost it in a move or something, but that thing that was like a thousand dollar violin. Like they're not yeah. super not cheap. cheap. They're not violins cheap. are that expensive. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah dog. That's why. That's cheapest? why whenever you learn violin as a kid, they're rentals. You don't buy your own. Yeah. Money. Well, I bought this one. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> because well, I say I didn't buy it. My it's parents rent, bought it because they were very supportive and encouraging of my uh, uh, creative exploits. Uh, and really, you know, found the idea of uh, uh, a, a violin playing son oh to be a, a, a real treat. But uh, that thing, I mean, I, I got, regardless of how like good or, good or bad I was at it, not the point. The point is, that thing is vanished, uh, gone. Uh-huh. I, no Into one knows ether. where it is. Into the ether. Truly, like, I can't even, I could not even, and no one can in my family, even point to where they think at what point in time it disappeared. <laughs> So hmm. it's just kind of like, yeah, to the sands of time it goes. Very strange. Yeah. It also is like has has a real kind of like mystery to it because I'm like, when I don't even know the last time I saw it. So, and no one in my family does. So it's just kind of like, <laughs> did I even have a violin? Like, there's like this real kind of like, is it Bernstein oh, Bears Mandela? Yeah, I was about to say yeah. this is this yeah. is a Mandela effect thing. You never Truly, play violin. The violin. Uh, <laughs> uh, the, 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 this, my whole. Our, my whole family, we're all gaslighting each other. We just like <laughs> have, have, have this like, very distinct memory of me playing violin, even though it never happened. Uh, and we're all trying to convince each other. But yeah, so my violin, that was probably like the most like expensive thing that I just did that ever just like went vanished, yeah. vanished, uh, which is truly wild. But uh, moving on uh, to the next, oh, yeah. the the next question. question, second question in this. Very quickly, very quickly. Very quickly, uh, even though it's kind Do of a more substantive question. Yes. Uh, uh, what's the most time and energy you ever put into something so what is like what was a yeah, labor what, that, what, is, what have you that is the bigger question isn't it <laughs> yeah and you have you have two minutes to answer two each, minutes of, you to answer. each of you has a minute okay <laughs> eddie eddie you want to go first Since yeah i'll go uh, first uh, i mean i've, I've put a lot of effort to, into a lot of things but the thing that i feel like i remember like obsessing and slaving over like nothing else was when mm-hmm. i was in like third or fourth grade i was really into calvin and hobbes and I made my own comic strip, and uh, it was called Trevor Odell, and it was about a private detective who was an idiot. And uh, I, I thought it was the funniest thing anyone had ever come up with, and I, I could de- not draw. I demand to see Trevor yeah, Odell. We, we have to <laughs> yeah. this I could, I, 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 pro- I could probably still draw him because uh, you know I, I like couldn't draw. That was the thing. I couldn't even, I couldn't draw very well. But like on like loose leaf, like ripped out spiral paper, I remember like making strip after strip of Trevor O'Dell and writing this whole letter to the Houston Chronicle and like putting these in like a manila envelope and I would mail them to them like every couple of weeks like hey still haven't heard anything about my comic strip I'm nine <laughs> like <it's, laughs> I would like though. to I would like to get paid daily for each of these strips okay. but I remember obsessing and like I like my family and I went to like church and every time they asked for a prayer request I was like I'd like to pray for my Trevor O'Dell comic that I've been sending to the Houston Chronicle that that they would be led to feature it and uh so <laughs> need a little help God uh but yeah, I remember. I, I don't think I've ever been as obsessed with something as I was with Trevor O'Dell. Like my entire third grade year, it was like sure. all I did. That is uh, <laughs> tremendous. 
I, I, I'm going to quickly, I'm sorry, I'm seeing in chats, like, what's the most time and energy you put into something? People are like, my marriage. Like, really serious, like, answers. <laughs> I am like, single, creative, so. This is creative things. Yeah. I'm saying creative things. Like, of course, relationships and <laughs> marriages that and is true. kids. Those yeah. definitely, those those are number one with a bullet, and second place isn't even close. I'm talking about, like, we're with some creative people who are responsible for uh, Red Booster's Blue Family Shatters uh, coming, out, coming tomorrow. out tomorrow. Watch it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Nice, nice uh, plug there at the end. There you go. Um, so we're with yeah. some creative people. So what's like some creative things that you've poured a lot of time and energy into? And I will go to you now, Jen. What what would you say? Uh, my yellow belt in Krav Maga, I think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's the only belt I have. I, <laughs> but. <laughs> of any I... kind. Can't hold my pants up, but it's just any. Oh, any, actually, any for real, I don't actually wear belts. And my pants <laughs> fall down quite often. Um, I don't know. It's really hard to find belts that fit. <laughs> I should wear suspenders. There you go. Cool. Mm -hmm. There you go. But it's yeah, I when I was in my early twenties, I like started doing Krav Maga, and I really, really enjoyed it. And I was doing it with my friend. And then at one point, for no reason, completely random, uh, guys, if you stop being able to breathe, go to the hospital. Um, I my lung collapsed, <gasps> and I was like, oh well, this is totally like does not make any sense. And everyone's like, are you Norwegian? Because apparently people with Norwegian ancestry are more likely, this is a PSA for y'all, uh, more likely to have pneumothoraxes, just so you know. But that's what I that's what the nurses told me. Um, what? what qualifies as so now I have to know. when I when I got out of the hospital, I was like, I'm still going to get my yellow belt. Like it became more of like a recovery, like a sign mm. that I was getting better. Um, mm. and I did get it. And then I moved to Austin and oh, yeah. never went back to Krav Maga. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! So I only have my yellow, but it it means. I'm training with me. <laughs> That's right. You got a you got you got a, a certified trainer right over I here. I do, and I have <laughs> often thought about it. But yeah. Uh, someone in chat yeah, says yeah, breathing yeah, is Cody. important. Well, breathing yes. is important. Yes, yeah. please. I need to go. For what real. this tells me is that if I'm like at a bar and someone gets rowdy, if they're Norwegian, I need to just like, <laughs> I need to like double down on it. Yep. <laughs> that is yep. like, yeah. seriously, I had so many nurses like come in, like they, you know, I was in there for like two weeks and they would come in oh, man. and they'd just be like, so are you like Norwegian? It's like, no, no, I'm not. And eventually I started like preempting them. I was like, no, I am no, not Norwegian. No, I'm not, I'm not no. Norwegian. <laughs> Roses, are you going to form? No, your my name answer? has like no like O's with lines through them or whatever their <laughs> weird thing is. Uh, uh, so, real quickly before we get to the rapid fire, yes. I would say probably my truck. I think like because I've had, um, I, I have a, I love a, that truck. I have a 78 F100, uh, 1978 Ford F100 uh, that I got for a song in San Antonio and I've poured tons of time, energy, cuts, and bruises. Awesome. Uh, and, uh, yeah, and I've had it for, I got it in like 2011, 2012, so I've had it for almost 10 years, and I've just been like slowly but surely working on it, putting a lot of time, energy, money into it to restore it. So I would say my truck. That's 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 mm -hmm. what I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with, just yeah. in terms of, of hours logged. But uh, now it's time for our, our sweet rapid fire. Okay. Uh, Which, Eddie, you've been on the show before, so I'm gonna you're gonna go first. Okay. Um, the questions will start. The time. God, I always switch it. The timer will start as soon as I ask you the first question. Are you okay. ready? Okay. You know, well, you know what they're playing for? Oh no, I don't know what they're playing for, Andrew. What are they playing for? They're playing for this. Another treat out of my uh, costume bin. It's Halloween, so how about a full black uh, beauty suit? You can you can oh, play uh, 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 form fitting. Uh, uh, 
<laughs> form fitting. Yeah, this is this thing is uh, 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 just sprayed on. Uh, <laughs> at least on me was sprayed on. So you could also and win like, this a wonderful uh, costume. Like Stand outside of windows. <laughs> just. So this is a true prize. This is a real prize <laughs> from the old, from the old prop it's bucket. But it's Halloween, so everyone's getting spooky prizes, Ooh. either actually scary or scary because they've been on me. Anyway, take it away, Drew. Okay, here we go. Eddie, can you drive stick? No. What's the saddest meal you've ever enjoyed? Um, SpaghettiOs. Cold. Do you have a pet? <laughs> yes. How much would you sell your pet for? Um a million dollars do you believe aliens have visited earth <laughs> yes if there were 101 animals in your house what would they be um dogs how many ants do you think it would take to lift you off the ground Seven thousand. have you been bitten by an animal yes how many state capitals can you name three <laughs> what's the <laughs> what's the yard range for a nine iron 400 which fruit could you throw the farthest? The orange. Clementine. Uh, can you lick your own elbow? No. Do you think city squirrels taste better or worse than country squirrels? Worse. Uh, have you ever eaten your own boogers? Yes. Do you like the smell of gasoline? No. Time. Do I get, That's a, do I get the same uh, questions? No. <laughs> oh, damn it. Uh, this is a, a nice round 15. Oh, and he's coming good. in a nice round. <laughs> I want, I, I want that spooky shirt. I want that spooky suit. <laughs> All right, Jen, you ready? Yeah, let's do it. What's, what's the smallest amount of liquid required to quench your thirst? Uh, six ounces. If there was an Airbnb at the bottom of the Mariana Trench, how long would you make your reservation for? Uh, two days. What's the off-the-shelf drug you take the most? Uh, Zyrtec. Would you eat a pizza with pineapple on it? Yes. What's the bougiest thing you do? I don't know. <laughs> Does that count? Uh, what's, the, what's the least amount of money to shave your head? Uh, a million dollars. I would not do that. <laughs> Could you identify what a capacitor is in electronics? Uh, did, no. Have you ever thrown a punch at someone? Yes. Have you ever said white people? Yes. Could you beat me in a duel? Uh, what duel? If you were uh, expertly covered in feathers, do you think you could fly? No. How far is the moon from the earth? A very, like a lot of a distance. Right. Are you religious? Yes. What's your favorite food? Uh, uh, Dr. Pepper. Have you ever broken a bone? <laughs> no. Do you recycle? Yes. Have you ever stolen from a job? No. Time. Ooh, Andrew? 17. Oh, oh, but some of those suit. weren't answers. <laughs> some, some, Andrew, Andrew's good at knowing uh, when, like, I don't knows. And most of the time, as long as you answer it, we don't care if it's yeah. right or wrong. Yeah. As long as you really, say truly, like the only way you, the only tr answers you don't get credit for are literally saying pass. If you just say yeah. pass, or <laughs> good, to answer, good to know. Um, yeah, indeed. And uh, my I, I, my favorite answer among that was favorite food, Dr. Pepper. Like, <laughs> favorite food. It was either Dr. that Pepper, or white bread. I, am, I didn't want to like reveal myself. <laughs> it's true, guys. That's the episode. Thank you very much for listening. Tune in next time. Like, like and subscribe on uh, uh, your Spotify, Apple, iTunes. Do it. Oh, listen to us. Tell your friends. Tell your enemy. We don't care. We love you. Thanks, y'all.
This is a Rooster Teeth production. 